0: Okay, uh, can you hear me? Can you see me? I press uh, like so I know. Hello near. Good to see you as always. Do, uh, can you hear me? Can you see me? Uh, you know just uh, give me some like so I know everything is fine. We are about to get started. Okay, people are joining. We will wait. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. All right. Mickey, good to see you. Not sure if you're local or back home. Okay. Very good. Let's get started. Let's get started. Good morning. Good afternoon. Oh, hang on a second. Need to make sure all the recordings are up and running. Okay. We have multiple channels going on, uh, recording as we speak. Oh, thank you for all the likes. I think it's uh, Ronen, awesome man, or kudos, thank you. And Almog, good to see you. Um, we are live and we're doing this session. Uh, this is Danny speaking to you from California. Thank you, Almog, um, good morning to you. If you're in the West Coast, good afternoon, East Coast, good night, if you are in the Middle East. Um, we do this session every week on Friday at eleven a.m. Pacific time. That's eleven a.m. California time. And the per the sole purpose of this session is to talk to real estate investors about guess what? Investing in real estate with a clear purpose to engage with you, to talk with you, to have your comments, your question, etc. So it's not just a one-way conversation, it's a two-way conversation. Hopefully, um, You will uh, post questions. I already know at least one guy who typically asks questions. Um, I'm missing my uh, another guy that usually joins and also asks a lot of questions. You can ask about. uh, You can ask in the live session. You can ask on the recording. You know, post post a live session. Uh, We record this in three. uh, You know, this is going to be posted in, in three channels. Uh, on YouTube, on Facebook, which you are on, and on our podcast as well. So this will go distributed to all those channels. You can consume it. You should consume it. Um, uh, every, you know, whatever is comfortable for you. Um, I got to say that one of the things that I love hearing, it's really kind of, um, you know, kind of great to hear when I meet people offline, like in the real world. And they tell me, oh, we follow you, we watch you, uh, we see what you're talking about. I have one of my uh, uh, people on the ground in Chicago who is actually, you know, I met with him uh, was it a week, you no, know, two weeks ago on Friday. And he said, listen, when we sit in the car and those are very, you know, he and his partner are very good friends of mine. And he says, listen, I watch everything you do, you say, all your sessions. I don't join the live, but I joined the, the recording. And I am following, actually change my strategy as an investor, following your advice. Uh, so I really appreciate, you know, you. I appreciate the content that you put out. So this session is for you guys. It's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to share the knowledge so you can benefit and you can uh, do better. Hopefully you'll come and work with us as well. Obviously that's something we would love to see, but we also about sharing the information and helping you succeed. So uh, feel free to contact us and talk to us throughout the session, post session. You know, maybe uh, have a conversation with us on a more intimate level and not on a on a public forum. It's entirely up to you. Uh, This this time, you know, I put it out there for you guys. Uh, Typically, I bring a topic uh, that I like to discuss, uh, something that it's kind of something that came up or something that I like to share. Uh, Sometimes we just do Q and A, but your questions are uh, welcome, related or directly related or or not directly related to the topic. So that's quite all right. Today we're doing something a little bit special. I actually decided to break down the topic for today into two sessions. It's something I like to do uh, during the year end, exactly now. Uh, so we will have a session uh, today, which the perp in the first half of it, and then next Friday the second, you know, part of it. Uh, and I call it the critical ing- ingredients for your success. And this is something I've just uh, put together three, four years ago, based on my experience working with investors. Um, it actually translates not just to real estate, I think it translates to other aspects of uh, you know of investing or uh, aspect of a business aspect as well and what I call this you know the the reason I have two sections in this presentation is that I have what I call the trivial stuff which is what we 're going to cover today and the less trivial stuff um that you know uh, what we 're going to cover next week so let 's get started and again feel free to put your questions in. Uh, I'm gonna to switch to another screen and actually see all the notes uh, but feel free to uh, post your questions while I speak and today what we're talking about is the critical ingredients for your success part one which I call the trivial stuff and even the trivial stuff is important to uh, um, is important to to remember so let's start by talking about item number one and I'm sure most of you already, Heard about that, but I'm just gonna, uh, uh, remind all of us. And that is what's called location, location, location. Uh, why is it so important? Obviously, for real estate, it's some one of those things that, um, people think about or people are aware about, but not necessarily follow or exercise or execute when it comes out to pulling the trigger. Let me, let me, uh, uh let me give you, uh, example. Um, about, I want to say five, six, years, six, five, probably six, five years ago, a lot of oil was found, uh, you know, oil reserve in the parts of the South and North Dakota areas. And all of a sudden cities that were tiny and very quiet um got boomed overnight. And the real estate boomed with it because all of a sudden a lot of companies were coming there, a lot of uh, employment was coming there, and you got those small rural cities or not so rural cities, you know, doubling or tripling, literally overnight, and real estate to follow. Um, at that time, I got a call and emails from multiple local developers in those areas. I don't even remember exactly who and where. And they were inviting me to come and explore that area, the Dakotas, and see the real estate. They were, you know, usually we track you, we follow you online, we see your activity, we see you do a lot of uh, investing and lectures. We want to invite you. One of them even said, listen, I'm going to send you... A, a, a business class plane ticket to come down here you come here there 's a car for you a hotel room for you uh, you know a chopper that we will you know uh, you know uh, uh, we will take show you around all you know treated by us right by the way when someone someone like this does that that 's always a very uh little bit suspicious to me i don 't know it's it's like uh, over the top uh usually that tells me there's something wrong there but you know what let 's just put that aside it 's a whole different conversation um and my answer to those guys in the Dakotas was always the same. For me, I'm not interested in the Dakotas. And they would say, "Lo oh, you're doing so well." And I said, "Listen, you are enjoying a boom which is hundred percent connected to the oil you know, barrel price. And once the oil barrel price doesn't you know not crash but goes down, this area will suffer. And my properties you know, my investors' properties are going to be vacant and we're not going to be able to sell them. So I'm looking for long-term stability. You know, you guys are enjoying the, the current boom, but the minute, you know, that will happen, you will suffer. And I'm not a prophet. I didn't know if it will happen or what happened, you know. And obviously, I think it was three years ago or four years ago, not only that the uh, the price of oil barrel dropped, it's actually crashed. It's actually crashed and stayed very low for two, two plus years. I can't remember exactly. And for me... I can't say it was a satisfaction, but I heard of of people that I've worked with, and worked with us, or consulted with us, and I told them exactly that. Still went there and suffered because of it. So for me, that wasn't an attractive proposition long term. You know, and if you can come in and do it short term, maybe, but long term, it wasn't an attractive proposition, and I stayed away. So the, the you know, so the uh, term location, 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 which we all know about. So many people just tend to. Uh uh hi Michelle good to see you hi uh, thank you for joining me i actually uh, you know looking to speaking to you later today um so for me that was something that uh, very trivial um and listen it's not that i didn't make mistakes myself uh, sometimes you know i found that you know i i, I had a house that Followed everything that I was looking for as a flip, but it was still difficult to sell. Um, you know, so it wasn't you know the ideal location for a flip, but it wasn't a bad one. So location, location, location. As investors, sometimes we are getting so excited about a, an investment opportunity, um, something that you know that kind of uh, um, looks lucrative, and we. T- we kind of drop or leave all the formula, all the checklist, the mental aside, and we forget about it. So remember, some of those trivial points, you know, and maybe even cliché, are there for a reason. Second thing, your deal, okay? Um, what are you buying? Now, I'm not saying there is right and wrong, but what I'm looking at when I say the deal, the transaction, the property... Has to fall has to fall into your criteria, right? Has to fall. If you're looking for a land, you know, um, you know, to, to build on it, it's one thing. If you're looking for a multi-family of 20 units and up, that's another thing. If you're looking to do mobile home park, that's fine. You know, there's no nothing wrong with it. If you're looking to do, I don't know, a single family home, a flip, it's all okay. Just make sure you have your criteria set, your box, and make sure your the deal follows in properly and it fits what you're looking to do. You guys, don't, uh, don't run after the, you know, don't be a herd, a part of the herd, and just go and do something because someone else is doing it. It's not necessarily the right thing to do. Make sure you do what's right for you. Your truth, your uh, values, your goals, your fears, your concerns, those are the things you want to follow and make sure the deal fits that. All right, very important. Team, wow, isn't that critical? Don't short, you know, don't wait, you know, waste time on, or so to speak, waste, don't, you know, it's not waste, it's actually an investment in finding the right people. If you call up any realtor in any market and you can say, hey, can you help me buy investment properties, let's just say, you know, a rental single family home, what do you think their answer is going to be? Absolutely, I can, right? Wrong. Most of those guys, most of those realtors, you know, have very minimal knowledge, understanding, Uh, uh, mindset of an investor. Most of them are used for, uh, are used to work with homeowners buying, selling their own primary residence. It's a different mindset from the investor. It's different numbers, different game, different rules. So they're not going to tell you that. They're saying, oh, of course, because they think it's similar. You want to make sure you put your time and effort into finding the right property manager, the right lender, the right, you know, uh, the right realtor for that type of transaction it's not going to be the same realtor who helps you find the 20 unit building and the one who's going to help you find the uh you know the single family home right remember that uh if you were looking for a property management company and you were dealing with single family homes and you find someone but primarily they're doing apartment buildings maybe it's not a good fit right if they sound right they sound good but maybe it's not the best fit so those are the things you want to look into putting the team. If you're not sure what team you're looking, start putting the numbers. You know the the the, the list the, the 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 team members: realtor, property management, lender, whatever, right? Inspector, appraiser. Appraisers usually go through the lender, rehabber, general contractor. Um, you know whatever, right? And then you spend the time at least on the critical ones to make sure you find the right people. Don't just take an answer. Um. Oh, oh, of course I can do that. Like, yeah, I've done, you know, no problem to do, you know, rental properties. So take your time and find the right team. This is so, so critical, so, so crucial that can easily, you know, uh, dictate, uh, your success or failure. So be, be aware. I've done my own mistakes in that. So I'm going to tell you, you know, how important that is. Um, s- uh, next trivial point. Remember, I'm in part one. Of a two part session, you know, they're talking about ingredients for success. And I'm talking about the trivial stuff. I'm not trying to make anything new. Just emphasize the cliche, the trivial. And next week, we're going to talk about other aspect or uh, other ingredients that I don't want to call it the, 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 I think they're more important. So I encourage you to join us next week. More important. I'm not done, uh, than this one. And we tend to, you know, to, not give them, you know, enough uh, credit or thought or uh, or ideas. Uh, so just remember, next week we're gonna do part two. Um, moving on, buy low, no sell high. You know, we know it's trivial, but you know that's always been a part of uh, uh, investing. So it's true when they say you make money when you buy the property. Absolutely true. Uh, you you know buy it correctly. I'm not gonna spend too much time on this one because uh, we all know it. Do diligence very important again due diligence due diligence is not just the inspection okay of course the inspection is part of it but the inspection can be not incomplete for example do you do does your inspection include sewer scope maybe it should maybe it shouldn't does your inspection include radon you know inspection does it include termite inspection right maybe maybe not um foundation if needed right those are the things that we don't always Put our mind into it or understand that this is uh, important. By the way, going back to points, remember the team. If you have the right team, they will tell you, listen, in this area, we should, we have to do foundation inspection, sewer inspection on houses older than whatever, 50 years old and, and more. And we have to do a termite. You know, it's not something we have to do everywhere, right? Um you know, uh, so keep that in mind. The team will help you make sure, a good team will help you make sure you're not missing on this point. Due diligence is the neighborhood. Due diligence is the house. The You know, where is it located, you know, within that, uh, you know, the community? Where is it located, you know, with the proximity to different, you know, urban nuances? Uh, uh, due diligence is the numbers, is the quality. A lot of things so the diligence is not just the inspection of the property big portion of it but not at all it's the property and what it sits on and the area and the metro all of the you know in the neighborhood and the city those are part of the due diligence don't forget to do your proper due diligence take your time if you have the right team it's going to be easier for you to do the due diligence right if you don't have the right team they will say why are you asking me all those questions right uh, i spoke to someone yesterday that I could tell he's gonna be very difficult person to work with um, because I could see he's impatient for my questions already. And now like, okay, this is not someone I want on my team. Next point, know your market. Okay, again, you can know your market if you live there or you depend on good local team to know your market and help you steer through the market. And that means what's going on job wise, growth, population growth, local trends, uh, areas to avoid, areas to go to, uh, what people are looking for in rentals and in properties. You know, every area has its own thing. For example, in Tampa, a lot of people love buying black homes, right? Black homes, that's very common. People like that, okay? Uh, That's not always the case everywhere. Uh, In Salt Lake City, you got larger families due to the type of population that lives there. They, Most of them like bigger homes. And I say bigger homes, not necessarily the square footage, of course, that too, but I'm talking about four, five, six, seven bedrooms, right? To accommodate large families, lots of kids, right? That's something you want to not bring your own... preconceived notions about how to do it, but be open to, you know, talk to the local professionals in order to understand where to go and what to do and what to buy. Because not everywhere people live in the same style or, you know, um, um, I'm trying to think, you know, uh, uh, some parts of the country, they have uh, tornadoes. You want to make sure that you buy a house with a basement because when that basement comes through, it doesn't have to be a finished basement. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a, a critical, you know, a living space. It just has to be a safe harbor, so to speak, for someone to go down to with their kids when a tornado comes through. Very simple. If you're not aware of that, or you're coming from, you know, from part of the country that basements are not common, and you don't understand why someone needs it. Okay, then you will not even be aware that this is important, right? Some areas around the country are cold enough that basements are critical, not just basement, Finnish basement are, are critical uh, in order for the family to have an, an extra space to go to during the cold months, right? Remember, so don't come. Be open to the comments or to the feedback of the local people. If you come with your own flavor, you may be wrong. I had, you know, I had... I had a, a couple, actually, they didn't invest with me because they were from San Francisco and we were, they were considering doing a flip with me in Tampa. And she said she wants to be involved in selecting color and selecting tiles and all of those, you know, finishes, which I told her, listen, I, I technically I don't have a problem with it. My only problem is this. Number one, what do you know about the, culture of this neighborhood in Tampa in order to decide you living in San Francisco, in order to decide what kind of color or tiles to put in Tampa, not just in Tampa, in this neighborhood in Tampa or this area, right? That doesn't make sense to me. That's number one. Number two, if you're going to be the one who's involved in the in the in the, those decisions, you will slow the process down and then you will complain that we're slow. So it's just, I told her, listen, it's just not going to work. Why won't you let it go and let the local team deal with it? And she wasn't willing to do that. And I told her, it's okay, listen, it's okay, but it's not going to work for us how we work, right? So sometimes you have to let those things, you know, go and let, you know, uh, the local people do that in order to provide uh, a better process, a better understanding. Um and you make smarter decisions than what you think is a smart decision now am I gonna be consulted with or put my own advice absolutely my wife is interior designer when I have a you know a decision to make about a layout a decision to make about colors you know i I seek her advice she would know better than I am you know sometimes I seek her advice on someone else and I crisscross and I say okay that makes sense so be open to those uh to those ideas and, and know you know uh, um you know um um, where to put your time and effort and energy and where to let it go. Um, next thing is what I call the investment criteria. And I think that's very important, you know, key point. Most investors that I've been working with or meet with, they never take the time to put their investment criteria down in order to make sure you know, the property they're looking at, the investment they're looking at, matches their criteria. And what do I mean by that? Investment criteria for me can be as simple when we're talking about single family home rentals. What's the minimum square footage? What's the minimum, you know, bedroom count and maximum bedroom count? What's the, uh, you know, the uh, uh, maximum age of the house? Uh, do you need a garage? One, two, none. Um, do you need a corner lot do you need uh, what the price maximum price minimum price cash flow rent you know it can be five six seven ten different items it can be 20 that are important to you You can even divide it to critical ones and, and secondary ones it's all okay but if you don't have that your own personal checklist when you get a property and you're looking at it and you're saying let me let me review this property Oh, it looks good. And how do you make a decision if you're not really sure if it follows or doesn't follow your criteria, right? So, take the time to to put that criteria. You don't have to set it in stone, but at least it gives you the frame, you know, in order to decide where to go and what to invest in and and match or compare when you see something to your criteria. Very easy, very simple to do, yet most people don't even, they just, you know, sign up to some uh, list and... Here we go, right? Here we go. And then here's a property and I'm going to make a decision based on the cash flow and, you know, and the, the photos, right? For me, that's just something is missing here. Uh, and lastly for today on part one is what I call the exit strategy strategies. When you buy a piece of real estate, know your Options how to get out of that if you need to selling, renting, list to own, seller financing. There are multiple ways how to go. Just make sure you explore and and, and you know you're able to get it doesn't mean it's always gonna work, but at least in your mind, you say, Okay, when I want to sell this house, my you know, I'm buying this apartment building, and you know it's a you know in bad condition. I'm gonna renovate it and I'm gonna start listing it, and then when it's 80% occupied, I'm gonna sell it. Well. Will you? And what happens if you're 80% occupied and it doesn't sell? Right? What are you going to do? Um, can you convert it into condos, for example? That's an exit strategy. Maybe one, one way. Can you sell with seller financing? Can you, uh, um, you know, uh, 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 are you able to increase the rent? So on and so forth. There are multiple ways. It doesn't have to be 10 ways, but maybe two, three ways you're giving some thought when your plan A doesn't work, what are your plan B and C and D if possible? So just you know, some some thought that will help, you know, help you lead into that point where things do not go according to the plan. What should you do? It doesn't mean it will always work when you have those plan B, C, and D, but it's definitely going to help you explore that, think about it, talk to other people. Maybe when you talk to other people, they'll come up with suggestions that will give you plan, you know, who knows, backup plan number seven, Who you know, and that will, will give you all those options. So keep that in mind. It's important not just to make sure assume things will not go according to the plan just assume that because usually or many times it does happen doesn't mean it completely breaks but it doesn't you know doesn't go according to the plan um this is uh, this is what uh, uh, i had to to say today about the part one of critical ingredients to your success uh, i'm just going to recap them so we talked about location 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 you know, make sure you find the right deal. Of course, take the time to evaluate and find the right team members. Not just a team. When I say team, realtor agent, property manager, lender, etc. Buy low, sell high. Do your proper due diligence. Know your market. The market is is you know micro and micro and macro area. Set up your investment criteria and make sure you explore multiple exit strategies um uh, before you go into the deal when things do not go according to the plan. With that said, uh, I'm done with what I wanted to talk about today. You are most welcome to post your questions. I see a lot of people p- putting some uh, comments, so I appreciate your, uh, you know, happy, you know, a uh, good weekend and uh, good to see you. I recognize a few of the names, of course. Uh, many of the names, that's good. Um, next week, we're going to do part two. Part two is what I call, um, you're not trivial. I even nickname it the investment muscles, uh, that are, I think, very, very important for us, uh, people, not just investors in order to succeed. It's com- gonna be completely, uh, a different, uh, uh, set of criteria. I think we have there, um, 10 of them or 11 of them. So next week, part two, uh, of the critical ingredients for success. Um and in the meanwhile I'm gonna wait for your questions and I'm gonna use that time to just say uh because someone told me I don't say much about myself and about my company and what we do so I'm gonna use that time to just give you a few things about us so my company is simply do it we work with real estate investors beginners and experience to take them to the next level help them go to the next level mainly doing residential rentals in different parts of the country, such as Houston and Dallas um, and Tampa and Nashville. Um, we've, I've been doing this for 15 years or so, been involved personally with many hundreds of rental properties. I think over the 15 years, I've probably uh, supported uh, over 3,000 transactions of rental properties and around 100 uh, uh, flip properties. Um, we take the time to find good real estate markets in the US and set up local teams on the ground, such as property managers and realtors, exactly what I told you, to make sure I have the right people lined up in order to support our transactions. Then investors who come to us, we pre- practically handle them. Why, you know, go walk them through the process, make sure they know what to do, where to go, how to go, all those questions and concerns. It could be little stuff. You know, such as, uh, uh, um, you know, you know uh, um, what to buy or where to go or how much to put down with a mortgage, not a mortgage. Go through inspection reports, go through um, questions and issues that come up. We want to help you succeed um, with your investments. We work with a lot of investors who have zero experience and take them to the first property and on. We have investors who come to us after they purchase multiple properties and they feel a little bit lost and not sure what to do, or they have an issue, they come and talk to us and then we help them move to the next level. Uh, so it's a variety of uh, investors. Most of our investors buy their property directly. We don't buy them and, and, and sell it over to you. Uh, you buy directly from the seller. We're trying to help you source good you know, properties in good areas. We primarily focus on good areas around the country and good neighborhoods and good schools. We are not or we are staying away from the low-end cheap properties in not so good areas. Uh, so if you're looking for someone to help you buy a $40,000 home in, I don't know, in Detroit or maybe a $10 home in Detroit, I'm not your guy. So uh, not even a, not something that we do. But if you're looking for a nice house for 150 125 you know, maybe 200 in Nashville or Dallas and we are in the process of lining up a new market then, uh, we can definitely help you do that. Definitely help you do that. Like we've been doing for many, many years. Uh, I think that's enough said about me and, uh, simply doing my company. Um, I don't see any questions, uh, uh coming up. Hello, Ellie. Uh, good to see you. Hope you're having fun wherever you are. Um, and, you know, good to see a lot of people on the, on the live. So it's uh, always a pleasure. I'm, gonna, I'm just killing time waiting for you to respond, ask questions, but, uh, once uh i see that no questions are coming up i'm surprised that near is not asking usually he always has something to ask and uh, we're missing one guy uh that, you know many times comes online and asks a lot of questions that he's not here today probably traveling i know a lot of people are traveling for the holidays um, with that said since there are no questions today which is quite all right <laughs> Uh, have fun gonna talk to you soon um, since there are no uh, questions I'm just going to say you can um, watch this on the recording on Facebook on YouTube see this is Facebook this is YouTube and we have it on our podcast as well or it will be probably within an hour-ish or so uh, I want to thank you for taking the time and uh, spending it uh, with me today again next week we're going to do part two on the critical ingredients. Um, part two, you're most welcome to join us live or on the recording. And of course, if you want to talk to us, give me a call, contact me through Facebook, email, whatever works for you, that's fine. And we can uh, communicate and talk in a more intimate environment or setting that we can, uh, you know, a two-sided conversation, like I already did with quite a few of the names that I see here. Thank you, everyone. I'm done for today. Uh, at least with the session, not done with work. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Have a happy new year. See you in a week for part two of our session about, you know, critical ingredients and Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Bye bye.